Today's daf is Psachim daf Lamites. We are on Lamites Amad Aleph, top line, the Elu Yeraka. So, a new Mishnah, and this Mishnah focuses on Marar. There's another mentioning of Marar later on in the Masechta, but this is the primary daf where we uh, figure out what Marar is. So, the Mishnah says like this The Elu Yeraka is Shadim Yaitze Beheni Pasach. These vegetables. Or Yerakos, we're calling it vegetables, but let's see what the Gemara says. You could be Yaitza, your obligation of Marar on Pesach. And what's this obligation? So the Pasuk says in Parshas Bay, it says, Which means, when you eat the carbon Pesach, you eat it on Matzah and Marar. Which does indicate, and this is how we paskin, that if we do not have a carbon Pesach, then there is no mitzvah daraisa to eat Marah. The only time there's a mitzvah to eat Marah is when you have a carbon Pesach, and therefore Marah bezmanazeh is only dirabanan. What about Matzah? So it says that you eat Matzah with the carbon Pesach. However, there's another Pesach. The other Pesach tells us Ba'erev toichu Matzah. So Matzah is still midaraisa bezmanazeh. Okay, but let's focus on Marah today. Ve'elu yiraka shadim yotze b'hendi dechavasa Pesach. Bachazeres, betamcha, bechar chavina, uba'olshin of a Marah. These five vegetables or leafy items you could use for your maror. And yotzim mehen, bein lachin, bein yavashin, whether they are moist, whether they are dry. Avaloi kavushin, they cannot be soaked if they are kavush, which means it's uh, immersed in, in uh, vinegar, as Rashi says. So then that is not, cons- you're not yotza. So let's say a person gets horseradish in vinegar in a jar. They are not yaitza. We'll talk about this soon. Veloy shlukin, and they cannot be cooked. You have to eat it raw. Veloy muvushalin. I'm sorry, shlukin is uh, cooked for a long time. Veloy which is a, a, a small cooking of Now, if you want to add these all together, the kazayas, that's fine. So, if you want to have a kazayas and you want a smorgasbord of mara, if you use all five types, they would add up to a kezayis. Now, you could also be yaitza with the stalks, meaning these leafy vegetables have a stalk, so you don't need to specifically eat from the leaf. You could be yaitza from the stalk. Let's say you used mara that was dmai, you yaitza, over maiserisha and shnidl trimasa, this is uh, music to our ears, and maiserisha that the trim was taken, it was done out of order, as we know. Umayser Shani, the Hector Shanifta, they were redeemed, not redeemed the full the full way, but either way, you could be Yaitza with these. So the Gemara is going to go line by line and try to figure out which what what is this uh, concept of Mara. So the Gemara says, Chazeres, what's Chazeres? Chasa, it means Chasa, which if you're an Israeli, you know that means lettuce. And that's how uh, we understand it, that Chasa means lettuce. Many assume it means some type of romaine lettuce. As we're going to see, the Gemara gives us a few other simanim, some type of green color and a little bitterness. However, la halacha, one could, one could basically use anything that would fit under the category of chasa. Does that mean iceberg lettuce? Perhaps. I don't know. It's, it's best to get a green lettuce, but halachically, one would probably be used with anything, any type of chasa. What's olshin? So olshin is called hindiki, sorry, hindabay. According to most Rishonim, it means some type of endive. It could be a, uh, not a Belgian endive. We'll talk about that soon. But it means a regular endive. That's what uh, Hindave would mean. Tamcha, Amarab, Arvachana, Timachta, Shema. It's called Timachta. This might be the source for horseradish. There are those that question that, if that's really, hum, if that's really Mara. 
But the Taisvis Yantif over here says that, and the Mishnah quotes it, Tamachta is probably your horseradish. And now, by the way, that's number three on the list, not number one. Char Chavina, Rav Shem Dikla, some type of vine that went around the uh, palm trees of a maror, and the fifth one was maror, Miri Rasa, that was called just a bitter uh, leaf. That was the fifth uh, item, maror. Fine. Tani Bar Kapara, Eli Yorakash Adam Yetzib Behani Dechavasiva Pesach. You have a Brysa, a Ulshin, a Tamcha, a Charchlin, a Charchavinin, a Chizrin. Okay, so now all these five. Rabbi Huda Imer Af Ulshay Sadeh. Not only could it be Yotz with those, you could also use Olshe Sadeh, Olshe Gina, and Chazeres. So the Gemara says, Olshe Gina, the Chazeres, Olshe Gina is a regular Olshe, and Chazeres, Hatanile Reisha. The beginning of the Brayas already said he could use these. So the Gemara says, Hachika Omar. What Rabbi Yehuda meant to say was, Af Olshe Sadeh, Ke Olshe Gina, the Chazeres. That even Olshe Sada has the same status of regular Olshim, like regular Olshe Gina, the Chazeres, and you could use them for your Marar. Next, Rabbi Meir Oimer, Af Asva, Vitura, Umar, Viyaroyar. So we're not going to translate these things, it's anyone's guess, but these types of vegetables are also fine. Amalar Abiyasi, Asva, Vitura, Echaru. The mar zehu yeroyar. So asvas and tura are one type of vegetable, even though it has two different names. And mar is the same vegetable as yeroyar. Okay. Tani debe Rabbi Yishmol elu yerokash adam yotze behani dechavase ba pesach. These following vegetables are good for maror. Bachazeres baolshin tamcha charchavinin vecharginin uvahar dufnin. Different types of vegetables. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, Av Chazeres Yulin, the Chazeres Galen. Even the Chazeres of Yulin and the Chazeres of Galen. Even though they have like another name to it, it's not your classic Chazeres, it has a few other words, that is fine. Kayotzebehen, that is the same status as your Chazeres. Rabbi Loy, Amar Mishum Rabbi Eliezer, Av Arkevalim, which is another type of uh, uh, vegetable. What is the art school called? It calls it a, um, I have it here. Uh, it says some type of a thick ivy. Okay, whatever. We'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll trust the art scroll. The Chazarti called Tamidim. Now he said I went through all the Tamidim. Will be kashili chaver, and I wanted to find someone would agree to me and validate that Rabbi Eliezer said this. V'lemetzasi, nobody could confirm that this was the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. When I went in front of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. He agreed to me that this is, in fact, what Rabbi Eliezer had said, that you could use Arkevalim. Okay? Now we have another Brisa. So we're going to see in a few minutes that there's two different things going on here. The Mishnah listed five, and the Gemara throws in a bunch of different things here. So let's see one more, and we'll get back to it. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer. Kol Saraf. As long as it has a sap, the Rishonim explained that if you would squeeze out from the, the place that's attached to the tree or to the ground, you would find some type of whitish sap. So then, that's called marar. That's that's a good simon. Rabbi Yechonim and Broikoimer kol she'panov machsifin. That the the appearance is a green. It's like a pale green, Rashi says. Acher ma'imrim kol yarak mar. 
all bitter herbs have these two things. Saraf, it has the sap, the pun of machsifin. Amrab Yechem and Devi Kulan from all these shitas that we brought down in this Amud. Nilmad, I learned that Yarak Mar Yeshle Saraf, the pun of machsifin. Amravun halacha kacherim. This is how we paskin. That call Yarak Mar Yeshle Saraf, the pun of machsifin. So, lahalacha, let's say a person wants to go buy Marar. So if you go to your classic store, you know, you know you're shopping for Pesach, you get romaine lettuce. But let's say you don't have any romaine lettuce. So what do I do? Can I just find anything that's yarak mar, that's a bitter herb, right? The Torah says marar. As long as it's bitter and it's green and it has some type of uh, sap, so then I could use it as marar. So that's how the Tisefta, this is how this Brisa is brought down. However, the Mishnah doesn't say that. The Mishnah says, the Elu Yeraka is these five. And Lechaira, to put it in Lamdisha terms, when the Torah says, what does that mean? Does that mean we're telling you find something that's bitter and eat that with your carbon Pesach? Or it means find something that's called Marar? And then use that with your carbon Pesach. So the way the Mishnah reads is that these five vegetables are called marar. And therefore, these five could be used. However, the Tesefta is going the other way. That all I need to do is have something that's bitter. As long as it's bitter, how do I know if it's bitter? So it's, it's green, it has the sap. So, that, so that's the two ways of learning it. that It has to be one of these five. If you come up with something new... And it is not does not fit one of the five categories of marar, according to many of the Yishorim, the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, you are not Yaitzim Marar because it has to be something called marar. Not that it's bitter. It, it could be, it should be bitter, and that's a feature in why the Torah, or why we call things marar, but it doesn't have to be bitter. In fact, the Beis Yosef writes, let's say you're eating your, your uh, romaine, the night of the Seder, and you know after after you you get after you dig into shulchan aruch, you're gonna use the leftover marar as your salad. So it's obviously not so bitter. Again, even if you put in tons of, tons of salad dressing, but for most of us, romaine lettuce is not really so bitter. So the question is, are you yaitzu with that? The Beis Yosef says yes. It doesn't have to be bitter. It just has to be called marar. This one one criteria we need is that this is identified as marar. What's the ident- identification of marar? We have five things, right? Chazeres and Tamcha, Chachavina, Olshin, and Marar. Where does this come up? There's an interesting debate, not much of a debate, but there was an interesting discussion regarding endives. So when people buy endives, they assume they're eating something that the the Gemara refers to as Olshin. If you look at many of the translations of the Gemara, Olshin means some type of endive, or from that uh, Mishpacha. So... People assume they go to the store, they buy endives, they're good to go. However, the cla- the endives that you're going to find in the store are typically Belgian endives. Those are made from like the leftover stalks of classic endives. It's grown in a very specific way. It does not have the same color. It looks like two totally different products. Google it afterwards. There's a difference in Benji- Belgian endives and your standard endives. So if the criteria is it has to be green and bitter and the sap... It, it, it might not be true that Belgian endives you be yaitza. But as long as it comes from these five, if that's the criteria, then in a chanami, a person could be yaitza with the Belgian endives. And halacha, let's say a person only has that. So it's, uh, so Belgian endives are like chicory roots that are grown in a very specific way. So if that's all you have, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. For Pesach, 
you could use the Belgian endives as well. Some learned that 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 the uh, the crane that many Hungarians use, or many the many uh, the horseradish, that's really not not one of the five. So there are those that, that always prefer to use the lettuce over the chrein. There's a historical reason why they stopped why they stopped using the lettuce, primarily because of bugs. Interesting, the Psalm Sever talks about it. Uh, there were, there was it was difficult to wash the lettuce, so they moved to horseradish, or they didn't have lettuce available. But th- that is definitely the lettuce is more of a, uh, a valid, not valid, but it's definitely the genuine mar. And we're going to see the gemara is going to show us that that's the primary pick. Meaning, if you have to choose, you should choose the lettuce. So. Growing up, we used to have the we had the lettuce for the marar, and then by korich we would have the chrein. So I would always joke that it's not just zecher lemikdash kehillah; it's zecher lahungary, because really we we shouldn't be eating the chrein. We should probably be eating the lettuce. But if those that like it, okay, you get the chrein. It makes you feel uh, back in the heim, no problem. Let's keep going. <clears throat> Ravina found So Erev Pesach is going shopping. He finds that he's busy looking in the vegetable section. He's looking for Amri Rasa, which was the fifth of the of the group of the fifth vegetable in our Mishnah. So my What are you trying to find that one? It's more bitter, and that's why it's better. Our Mishnah says, Chazeres is what you should be using, and that's the opening line, which many Rishayim learn, and they pause at this point in the Gemara, and they say, you see from here, anytime the Mishnah lists off five items, the first one is the preferred one. So here, when the Mishnah lists off five types of, of greens, Lettuce is the preferred one. Additionally, the Minchas Yitzchak brings us down, is actually found in the Ramah, that when the Mishnah lists off the five types of grain for matzah, wheat is the first one listed, and therefore the Minog is to specifically use wheat matzahs for your Seder. So the Minchas Yitzchak first spoke about it when people were realizing they had allergic reactions to gluten, and people were looking for other types of, of grain. Maybe the spelt was a less of a reaction, and definitely oat matzah so there there is a reason to be machmir and to specifically eat wheat matzah but as the as the years went by they realized how dangerous it was or how bad the reaction would be from eating gluten so the price said for that for that for don't worry about it you know you could eat any of the five grains as long as it's made and done in the proper way you could be yitz with those type of matzahs but let's say a person sitting by a, a pesach seder and the, you know, he's a foodie. They have five types of matzahs on the table. And you don't care. You like all of them. Halacha is, you're, it's better to use the wheat matzah because that is the first one listed in the Mishnah. There's another nafkamina regarding this halacha, regarding the concept of the first one listed is the best. This comes up in the Sechtas Chulun regarding Shechita. The Mishnah there lists off which items could be used for a knife. So many Achronim say that the first list, the first one is a sakin, which is a metal knife, and that's how we shacht. You shouldn't be using any other device for shechita, even though technically, as long as it's smooth and sharp, it could work, but you should be using that one. Okay, so first of all, he's asking, why are you shopping looking for this marar? Why don't you use lettuce? Chazeres was the first one in the Mishnah. 
And the Tanu the Shmuel, that Chazeres is the first one to be used. So you have both the Mishnah and the Brisa. The Chazeres is number one. It means lettuce. My Chasa. What does Chasa mean? That through the morrow we 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 remember that Hashem had Rachmanus on us. Why the Mitzrayim? Compared to Mar, it says, When it first starts growing, it's soft, or as the Yerushalmi says, it's sweet. The Saifai Kashi, then it becomes hard, it becomes bitter. First, they, you know, they, they invested in us, they told us, no, we'll, we'll pay you, you'll build our cities. The Saifan Kasha, and then we were working like slaves for them. So, Marar is the pro, is the best pick for these two reasons. Number one, you have uh, the chasa that Hashem should have Rachmanus on Hashem should have Rachmanus on Klai Yisrael and you have that that the lettuce is hard when it starts growing and it gets soft, sorry, soft when it starts growing and it gets hotter over time or gets more bitter over time. Visitors. Okay. Next. So he asked him, why are you looking for your for your other type of mara? Just use chazaras. So the Gemara says, I'm relay, how'd you be? You're right. I was chazer on what I said, and I'm from now on I'm only going to purchase lettuce. Who told you that marr is a type of vegetable? Maybe it's a it's a it's the gallbladder of a fish. Okay, there was a fish called a kufya. Maybe it's the mara, which is a gallbladder, which is bitter, of a kufya. So, so the Gemara says, Dumi de matzah, that it has to be similar to matzah. That we know that the Torah says, Matzah is al merayrim yoichlu. So we compare mara to matzah. Ma matzah gedule karka. Matzah has to be gedule karka. Af mara. Mara also has to be gedule karka. That's to grow from the ground. So just by the way, there's an interesting question regarding, let's say, a vertical farming or hydroponic farms where you're growing lettuce. So on one hand, it could potentially be much better as far as the bugs are concerned. It's a controlled environment. And we spoke about this a few times already. There's a question of a brach to make. Can a person use hydroponic lettuce as marar by the night of the Seder? So first of all, you're going to ask what bracha to make. So it's actually interesting because by the Seder, you make a hadama on your karpas and you have in mind for your marar. So, at worst, hydroponic lettuce would be a suffix if it's hadama or shahako. So, when you have your potato or your radish or whatever else you eat for your karpas, have in mind that in case this hydroponic lettuce is a hadama, am yoitza, and the suffix, you wouldn't make a new bracha. That's the easy question. The more complicated question is, right here we say that mara has to be gidule karka. It has to grow from the ground. We know that when something is grown hydroponically, that's not halachically considered grown from the ground. So, can't, can't, are you yaitza with this? So, the truth is, we have to go back to a Gemara, which we flew right through. The Gemara on the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that a person could be yaitza with matzah that's, that's uh, tevel. And, and the Gemara asked, what do you mean tevel? Tevel is also to eat. So, the Gemara said, yeah, maybe tevel de Rabbanon, and that would be a problem. So, you can't be yaitza with tevel de Rabbanon. So the Gemara says, even though 
it's only the Rabbanan, you still can't be Yaitza. But the, but the question there was, if you recall correctly, the, the Gemara said that you could have Tevel on Atzit She'en Anakov. Yeah, yeah. So let's see, the Mishnah said, Avaloi the Tevel, you can't use Matzah, that's Tevel. And the Gemara asks, of course you can't use Tevel. The Mishnah says only Tevel the Rabbanan, Atzit She'en Anakov, which means it was grown in a, in a uh, potted flower pot. No holes in it. And if it wasn't Tevel, you would still, you could be Yaitza your Matzah. Hold on a second. You told me right here, matzah has to be gidule karka, has to grow from the ground. You told me that I could be yaitza with matzah that was grown in a potted flower pot. But that's not called gidule karka. So there are many, many different terutsim on that. The, the simple terutz is that, that gidule karka is just telling me a feature of matzah, not that it has to actually have grown from the ground. And therefore... The Torah doesn't say anything about Gidul Karka when it comes to Mara, when it comes to Matzah. We're just assuming the five grains grow from the ground. So as long as it's something that typically grows from the ground, or that's the type of food it is, it does not need to actually have grown from the ground. And therefore, many of the Achorin bring a riot from this Gemara, that just because Matzah is Gidul Karka, it doesn't mean it actually has to have grown from the ground. It could be uh, grown in the Atzat She'en and Nakov, and therefore, your hydroponic lettuce... If you so wish to buy that for your maror, it's fine. You could be yotze your maror with that. Okay, fine. So the gemara is, still doesn't know what maror is. We said, okay, maybe it's fish. No, it's not fish. Veima hirduf. Maybe it's some bitter tree. So there was a bitter branch that Moshe Rabbeinu put into the water in the the in, in mara, and the water became you know drinkable. So maybe that branch, that type of tree, is bitter, and you should use that. So the Gemara says, Dumyo de matzah, ma matzah means ra'im, af maror means ra'im. It has to be some type of plant and not a tree. Veima harzifu, it's a, maybe some type of uh, seeds that are like poisonous for animals, and maybe that would be fine. So the Gemara says, no, Dumyo de matzah, ma matzah, shenikachas bekeser meiser sheni, af maror shenikach bekeser meiser sheni. We know we had a whole sugi on this that. The only thing that could be purchased with Kesef Meister Shani is good food and things that are poisonous for animals you cannot uh, buy because that's not really considered Michael. And if you cannot buy with Kesef Meister Shani, so that, that cannot be what it is. When the Torah says Marar, maybe there's only one type of Marar. There's only one thing that's actually a riot to the Shulchan Aruch. There's only one thing that's labeled Marar. So the word says no. It says, Merayrim, Lashen Rabim, many types of Marar. Ve'ema Merayrim Trey, maybe Merayrim are two. So the Gemara says, no, Dumi de Matzah, Ma Matzah Minim Harbe, Af Marar Minim Harbe. There are many types of vegetables that are identified as Marar. Let's keep going. Amarab, Aravun, Amarab, Yerakais, Shamru Chachamim, Shadum Yotze, Beni Dechavase, Ba Pesach, Kula, Nizrain, Ba Aruga Achas. That all the vegetables that we said that could be grown. That, that could be a yaitza for marar, they could all be planted in one row. So what would be the problem? The classic problem would be kalayim. You cannot plant vegetables next to each other. So the Gemara says, lememra the less behumishim kalayim. There's no iser of kalayim by planting. Mesiv rava, the 
Mishnah Kalayim says, the first paragraph Kalayim, Chazeres v'chazeres galen. So, so here we're going, we're going to compare your classic lettuce or other vegetable and the offshoot of it. So you have like your, your cherries and your wild cherries. You have your Chazeres and your Chazeres galen. You have your Olshin and your Olshe Sada. Your Kreshin and your Kreshe Sada. Right, different types of leek and other things. Kusbar v'kusbar Sada. Chardol, you have your mustard v'chardol mitzri. Vidlasa Mitzri, Varamutsa, all these things, if they were planted with the pier, Enam Kalayim Zebazah. What do you see from here? That's only when they're similar, and that's fine to plant next to each other. Like you have your Chazeres and your Chazeres Galen. However, Chazeres for Ocean Loy, only Chazeres for Chazeres Galen, and Chazeres for Ocean Loy. So you cannot plant cross, cross plant these uh, items. So how could you tell me? All five of these vegetables could be planted together. There's no kalayim. What do you mean? The Mishnah clearly says they are kalayim, unless it's very similar. Maybe the Mishnah meant you'll plant all these items together. Which is funny, funny way for the Mishnah to say it. Maybe the Mishnah said, Chazares, Chazares, Galen, Olshin, all these things could be planted in one you know, unit on the field. Rav himself said, Zugais, Zugais Katani, the way to read the Mishnah is by one pair at a time. So the Gemara says, Umayna, so, so you're right. So it can't be that you're allowed to plant all these together. So mine is Ron Damarav. What did Rav say? Rav said, Kola minim Nizran Baruga Achas. What did he mean? He meant Nizran Kilchas. And that means if you plant it in the proper way, which we'll speak about in a minute, that's fine. The Gemara says, okay, so you're telling me that there's a way to do it. Ask your rabbi how to do it. Kill Hassan. Tanina, we have a Mishnah. There's a Mishnah Paragimel and Kalayim. That tells me, Lamatesim Abeis, Aruga Shishisha Al Shisha Tvachim. You have a row, you have a, a patch of land, which is six Tvachim by six Tvachim. Zarin Besecha Chamisha Zarinin. You're able to plant five different seeds, five different plants in this patch. How is that? So you have four corners. And you have the middle. So you have your infield and baseball, and you have your four position, right? Your four infield infielders, and you have your pitcher. So you have your uh, not not exactly good, good equation, but they have five infielders. Fine. Never mind my uh, my uh, analogy. But either way, you have four corners and the middle. So you have zarin besecha chamisha zerunin arba arba ruches haruga four on the four corners, the achas beemza, and one in the middle. So. We have a Beferish Mishnah that there's a way to plant a bunch of plants together if you do it properly. So that was that's what Rav wanted to tell me. So the Gemara says, And I would have thought to say that only works that there, that is considered a separation when you're planting seeds. When you're planting vegetables and you're planting lettuce or that type of things. Maybe that they need more yunika from the ground and that is meaning they're, they're sucking more from the ground. And it could be just to be a few tzvachim away is still considered connected. I would say no, that it's a, it's a connection. It's not considered separate. Because no kamashmul and Rav is telling me that not only can I do seeds, I could also plant vegetables in close proximity. You tell me that yurakas are a stronger connection and they, they you know, Take root deeper in the ground and seeds of Tanan. We looked in a mission in Kalayim, Komini Israel, means Zarin Barugachas. You can't plant seeds in one row. And Komini Irakas, Zarin Barugachas. You see that 
that the leafy yurakos, the vegetables, are more makal than the zra'im. So the Gemara says, I would have thought to say, Mal detema hani maror min zra'im ninu. Maybe maror is a type of seed. Maybe it's not yerek. And therefore, you cannot plant it in Baruga Achas. Kamash 1, Rav is telling me from the very fact that I'm allowed to plant it Baruga Achas, it must be that they're actually not seeds. They are leafy vegetables. So the Gemara says, Rav, what, you thought Mara is a type of seed? What, you're eating seeds by your Pesach? Say Vatnan. Look at the Mishnah. Elu Yerakos, right? Or let's see, look at your Manashtana. It's a yerek, well, not a seed. All the brises, all the mishnayis, they all teach yerekos. So what's going on? So the Gemara says, You're right, I didn't think it was seeds. The chiddush of Rav is regarding chazeras. Why? So could that, I mean, I thought to say, but this lettuce, it gets harder later on in its growth cycle nasively it needs more space because it's going to get thicker as it grows so you need to leave more space as a buffer between the two plants and when it came to a, a stalk of a crop of cabbage, you need to add more space. It's not enough to have three tvachim. That was the shitas rav, the chiddush, that even though chazaris will get bigger, all you need is three tvachim in between, and that is fine. Okay. Continuing the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Yaitzin Bahen, Bain Lachen, Bain Yavation. You could be Yaitza, your, uh, you could be Yaitza the Murrah, whether it's moist, whether it's dry, that is fine. The problem was you cannot soak it and you cannot cook it. So we mentioned having horseradish in a jar, that would be a problem. There's another interesting question is that if you look in Yaridea, Rashi always learns that Kavush means in vinegar, like pickles. That's the classic kavush. Other Rishonim learned kavush could either mean a vinegar, it could also mean water. If you leave, I'll give you a, a fun shiloh to ask a rabbi. You took a dairy knife and you, that was just used for hot dairy and you left it in a cup of, uh, of water that was in, the, and the cup was a fleshy cup, right? And you left it there for 24 hours. So halacha is, that kavush kimavushal, that if it was soaked for 24 hours, even though it's not vinegar, it's water, you might have a problem. So depending on your rub, it might be mako, but the, the concept of kavush. So fine, you're telling me I cannot have vinegar soaked, I mean, I cannot have horseradish soaked in vinegar. There's another question. What about lettuce soaked in water? So most people don't soak lettuce in water. However, if you're getting, very often, either you're washing it at home, or you are purchasing it from a supermarket where they have pre-washed romaine lettuce so that it doesn't dry so well. You could have a whole, you know, an ounce or two of water on the bottom of the bag and you could have a problem of kavush. So there was Ashkacha that, that actually got uh, complaints that their mashkichim were not drying the lettuce too well and there was water on the bottom of the bag and the question is, can you still use this marar as your uh, as, as, as for Mara for the say there, so why aren't why isn't canned vegetables an issue of Bishul Nafri then? Ah, so in Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan talks about it. Since Simon Kufid Gimel, probably I don't know, Zayin, it says that Kavush is not Derech Bishul, 
and therefore there was no gzeira on 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 shalok ederach bishul. So you're right, kavush is a good question, but there's no there was no gzeira of bishulakim on on kavush. The, the 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 extension of that is what about like a cold smoked item or even hot smoked? Is something smoked considered cooked derech bishul or steamed? So that's a good that's a good uh, conversation based on that halacha. That as long as it's not derech bishul, it would be fine. Okay, so. Halachically, in order for something to be called kavush, it needs to have a a real puddle, like a real liquid that the item is resting in. If it's just a few drops, even a few extra drops that the mashiach didn't dry the lettuce, it would still not be a problem of kavush. Okay, so that's really the kavush part, the bishul part. Just make sure you don't cook your lettuce or your chrein prior to uh, prior to uh, using it for your. For your mar. Okay. This discussion when the Mishnah said you could use dried vegetables, that's talking about the kelach when you have this when you're eating the stalks. So the stalks, they're very thick. When it dries out, it doesn't, you know, totally lose its taste. The leaves that are that lachen in, you cannot use the dry leaves for your mar. If you look at the safe of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says you could also use the Kelach. But what does that mean? The Reisha was not talking about the stalks. The Reisha, Olin. When the beginning of the Mishnah said it could be Yotzer, Ben Lachem, Ben Yuvation, Lechaira is talking about the leaves as well. So the Gemara says, no, Perish Kamafarish. It was explaining. Kikatani, when did the Mishnah say that you could use the lettuce, whether it's dry or moist, that's talking about akelach, the stalk. However, the leaf itself, once it's dried out, you cannot use that leaf for your mara. You actually, I have an interesting question. There's a style today to freeze-dry all these leaves, like a freeze-dried kale and whatever. Let's say you made a freeze-dried romaine, I don't know, let's say you're overseas somewhere, can you use it for your marar? So according to our Gemara, you cannot because it's dried. Although one could argue that that's not really called dried out. It's freeze-dried, so it stays fresh. I mean, it stays freeze-dried, but it's not, um, it's not a dried out, you know, tasteless product. It actually tastes very good. So perhaps you could still be yotz with your freeze-dried lettuce. And they agree that if it's withered, you could be yaitza with it. But not if it was, you know, in vinegar. Either way, that you have to have a tamar, and if you don't have a tamar, you're not yaitza. But either way, that first line of that brisa was. You see that the dry and moist conversation is talking about the leaf as well, not just by the stalk. The Gemara says, no, Targuma will translate the Braisa is only talking about Akelach, only talking about the stalk, but the leaves have to be moist and they cannot be dry. The question was regarding a uh, withered leaf, and Rabbi Lezabar says you could, in fact, be Yaitza when they are Kamushin. One more Gemara. Boy Romi Barchama. Mao Shiyetzi Adam Yechivase Bimarash on Maisashani Birushalayim. So you thought we were done with this discussion of Maisashani. Now we're going to talk about Marar. 
can a person use his mara of Maeser Sheni in Yerushalayim? So it's important to point out that one does not, is not chayiv midaraisa to bring Maeser Sheni on vegetables. They're not chayiv midaraisa, only dirabanan. So let's see. We had a machlekes regarding matzah, if one could be yaitza uh, with their Maeser Sheni or not. The question was, the Torah says, you have to be able to eat it, Maeser Sheni has to be in Yerushalayim, and it cannot be yaitza. So this was a machlekes. One madamar said, there's a theoretical way of eating it outside Yerushalayim is if your Maeser Sheni would become Tameh, and then you could eat it outside Yerushalayim. So Maeser Sheni is called Bechol Moshvesechem. That was Machlekes Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Akiva. Basically, Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara says like this. I leave it to Rabbi Akiva, who holds you could eat matzah of Maeser Sheni. Because Hashtab and matzah, which is Maeser Sheni on a Deiraisa level, and it's still not a problem of Bechol Moshvesechem because there's a theoretical way how to eat it. So not figure you with it. Even for tomorrow, which is only Chayv and Maeser Sheni on a Deiraisa level, for sure, there would not be a problem of Bechol Moshvesechem. Kiti Bayilach, the Shaila would be a Libud Rabbi Yosei Aglili, according to Rabbi Yosei Aglili. My, what would that Lacha be? B'Matzah, when it comes to Matzah Deiraisa, who'd learn nothing, it's Deiraisa Maeser Sheni, and you cannot eat it, and therefore the same way Maeser Sheni is not considered so too Marar, which is Maeser Sheni would also not be considered that is the Shiloh so Marava, Mistavra, Matzu, Marar is compared to each other and the same sheet of Rabbi Ki would hold you're good for both and Rabbi Yisegli would hold you cannot be Yaitza Marar with Maeser Sheni Maeser Sheni vegetables okay Yashukayach so tomorrow we'll, we'll finish the Perak from Ritzah Shem oh, I'm sorry no, not yet finish the Perak on Friday we get to some Hamas discussion as we uh, conclude this very packed and heavy loaded uh, Perak in Psachem.